Hi there, I'm Vincent Boss and I provide dating and self-improvement advice. And in today's podcast, we're going to be discussing how to stop obsessing about my dumper. I provide audio and email coaching to help people try and get their ex back or get a new girlfriend or boyfriend. Check out my website for more details, www.dateme.tips. Please check your spam and junk folders if you are expecting an email from me. So now let's get back into today's podcast and today we are discussing how to stop obsessing about my dumper. So if you've been dumped and you want to try to get your ex back, it's very natural to be wondering what your ex is thinking. You will be wondering to yourself, is there any possibility in the future of you one day reconnecting? But what you need to be careful of is that you don't start to obsess about your ex. This type of behaviour is not healthy and it certainly won't help your chances of trying to reconnect one day. If you obsess about your ex, you will actually be putting yourself in a position where you might push them further away. If you behave in an inappropriate way, you stand an increased chance of being blocked, or even worse, your ex might one day contact the authorities. So please make sure you do anything you can to make sure you don't become obsessed about your dumper. To help with this, in today's podcast, I'm going to be giving you three pieces of advice of how you can stop obsessing about your dumper. So let's get straight into this, and number one is message someone. This needs to be anyone other than your ex. Friends or family can help take your mind off your breakup, as well as listening to you if you need to discuss it. To stop obsessing though, you should be trying to have conversations about anything other than your ex. The best messages to send though are ones which get to know somebody new. Online dating is ideal for this, as well as any connections that you've made in other situations. The best way to stop thinking about your ex is to message a potential replacement. Now I appreciate if you want to get your ex back, probably the last thing on your mind is getting to know somebody new. However, this will be a really good way of taking your mind off your ex. I believe it's the best way. Okay, so even if you don't feel that you are ready to date new people, even if you feel that you're not really fully throwing yourself into a connection right now, I do suggest you speak with new people who theoretically could be a connection. And even if right now you're saying to yourself, I don't want to be with anybody else. I only want to get back with my ex. What I'm saying is, if you can consider somebody else as a potential option in a parallel universe, you might say, then that would be the type of person that you should be messaging. And the best way to find this, as I said, is online dating. Online dating enables you to speak with a whole range of people and there is no pressure to even meet. So you could just be chatting away to somebody and never even get to the point of where you meet them. If you don't feel that you are ready to move things forward, then you don't have to. You can just enjoy conversation on whatever level you feel comfortable with. 
If you feel like you want to be flirting, then that is the ideal place to do it. If you don't feel like flirting, then you can just have a good conversation. Of course, the other person would need to be on the same wavelength as you, but if they're clearly not feeling the vibe that you're giving off, they will simply chat with somebody else. It's no big deal, and there is no pressure either way. As I said, though, if you can make connections in other ways, maybe through work, maybe through education, maybe through a class, group, or club, whatever the position you are in, if you know somebody else in this way, then messaging them as well is just as positive in this respect. As I said at the start of number one, you know, you can chat with your friends and family, although this would be from a different position, of course, than if you're chatting with somebody new who could be a potential romantic interest, theoretically, your friends and family won't be in that same position. But there are still people you really want to be messaging to help take your mind off your ex. If you message your friends or family, they would also be more likely to listen to you if you need to get something off your chest regarding your breakup. Although this won't really help you stop obsessing about your ex, you really want to be trying to speak about different topics. Friends and family members are very well placed to know what to chat with you about because they will know your hobbies and your interests and other bits of news that they could message you about. You know, you could be chatting about them about anything which could be connected with something that you're interested in or maybe local news or anything like that. That will help you take your mind off your ex. But if you really want to stop obsessing, I highly suggest you go online dating. That is a great way of you messaging other people that you don't know that you can get to know into a flirty kind of mindset if you start to feel more comfortable in this way. But if you don't, you can just chat about anything you feel comfortable with. It gives you the best of both worlds, the best opportunity to take your mind off your dumper. So now let's get into point number two and the second piece of advice I'm giving you in today's podcast about how to stop obsessing about your dumper. And point number two is get a new hobby. So this could be anything from dance classes to getting a season ticket to watch a sports team and anything in between. It doesn't matter what it is, but I suggest you get a new hobby. Think of something that will involve sinking your time into. So this needs to be something that you can really dedicate your time and your thought into. So whatever hobby you're taking up, really decide that this is going to be something that A, you enjoy, B, you're interested in, and C, you can really sink some time into. This should be something which will need your concentration and have you surrounded by new people. So the two examples I gave there was joining a dance class or getting a season ticket to watch a sports team. Very different examples, okay? If you were to join a dance class, for instance, you would be surrounded by lots of other people, and if you're going as a single person, you would be paired up with somebody you've never even met before. So, of course, that is a great way to get to know somebody new. If you get a season ticket as a sports team, then you will be surrounded by the crowd. You'll be feeling that vibe. You will have something to talk with, people sitting next to you when you're in the queue, buying your food and drink, you know, all of that, everything that's going on, a great way to take your mind off things. But they're just two examples of the infinite possibilities of hobbies. Anything you can think of, you could do. This could be based on computer games. This could be board games. This could be a sport you are taking up. This could be a creative class that you are joining. It doesn't matter what the hobby is, as long as you can sink your time into it and you can really concentrate on the subject at hand. 
So there needs to be a level of interest or intrigue in there for you because you don't want to be daydreaming about your ex when you are experiencing this hobby. This needs to be something that you can really get your teeth into and really enjoy on a fundamental level because when you get into this, this will mean that every time you go, whether it's once a week, twice a week, once every fortnight, once a month, whatever the situation is, when you are doing this hobby, you will begin to think of only your hobby. It might not happen straight away, but if you go a few times, if you enjoy this hobby a few times, you will soon start to concentrate on the hobby when you are doing it. And when you are doing the hobby, you will not be thinking of your ex. And that will help you to stop the obsession. It will help remove that mindset that you might be slipping into because it is not healthy and you want to be doing anything you can to avoid this dangerous path. So now let's move into point number three and the final piece of advice I'm giving you in today's podcast about how to stop obsessing about your dumper. And point number three is reposition the obsession. So what I would like you to do is to use this powerful emotion as fuel to achieve a goal such as learning how to drive, writing a book, gaining a new qualification or improving your health and fitness. Again, similar to point number two, there's an infinite amount of possibilities in here for you. I've just listed a few there such as learning how to drive. You know, that is a key skill that if you don't know how to drive, that is something which will be really beneficial for you. And again, it's a great way to sink your time, energy and thought into. And if you can reposition this obsession, if you can change the obsession into fuel for self-improvement, you will put yourself in a much better life position. Not only because you'll be learning a new skill, but because you'll be removing your thoughts from your ex. So the suggestions I've given just now, learning how to drive, okay, that's crucial for any life goal you might have, really. Then I moved into writing a book. Writing a book, even if you don't think you've got the skill set to do this, you can do this. You know, I've written books, and before I'd wrote a book, I never thought to myself that I would be in this position, that I would want to do this, because I don't have a degree in English literature or anything like that, but I do have passion. And when you've got passion, you can get things down on paper. There are many ways you can write books nowadays. There are many self-publishing options. You don't need to be a special type of person now just to get a book deal or anything like that. There are many options of how you can get your book out there. So writing a book is a fabulous way to really concentrate on something. Use that obsession as fuel to really focus on this task and write a book where you can really get your thoughts down on paper and give something positive to the world. The next suggestion I did was get a new qualification. And that, of course, can help you in your work life. You know, whatever job you want to be doing, you stand a better chance of moving up the ladder if you have better qualifications. Sinking all of this positive emotion, this positive fuel that you've transferred from the obsession into a qualification will give you a much better chance of getting a top grade. Doing a qualification is hard, takes a lot of effort. Okay, you need obsession in that essence to qualify as best as you can, to get all of the work done, to do all of the reading, to do all of the essays and to really research and revise and do as good as you can in exams. You need that fuel, you need that obsession. So if you are really feeling an obsession in your life right now, just reposition it, use it as fuel and you can really qualify it as something to help you out in the rest of your life going forward. 
The final suggestion I made on this was improving your health and fitness. You would have heard me mention this in another podcast. And that's because it's so crucial. Health and fitness don't just give us a better lifestyle and a more healthier, prosperous lifestyle, but it also makes us more attractive. Being more attractive is a byproduct of being more healthy and fitter. And if you can do this, you would increase the possibility of not only maybe getting your ex back, but possibly attracting somebody new, possibly attracting somebody even better than your ex. Okay, so health and fitness, it doesn't just help you living a healthier, fitter and more fulfilled life, but it also creates that attraction that other people will see within you. So if you've got this obsession, if you've got this burning energy, if you've got all of this desire in you and you're thinking, what can I really change this into? I don't want to be thinking about my ex, but where can I put this adrenaline? Well, why not put it into your fitness? You know, start off with walking. Once you get a bit fitter, maybe move into jogging. The possibilities are endless of what you can do with health and fitness. Use this fuel, use this obsession in a positive way and you will improve your chances of either getting your ex back or making a connection with somebody even better in the future. So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I hope you realise that obsessing about your ex, obsessing about your dumper is not going to help you get them back. If anything, it's going to push them further away. You've got to be really careful with how you are feeling about this because if you go down this path, if you go down this route, it becomes a dangerous mindset and it is not going to help you. So I do suggest you listen to the advice I've given you, points one, two and three. And if you do everything right, you might one day in the future get your ex back. But even if you don't, you will meet somebody new. You will find somebody even better because you will become a version 2.0 of yourself. If you want to understand more about this and why I'm explaining it in this way, please remember to subscribe, ring the bell for notifications and check out all of my videos on YouTube. If you believe that this podcast has helped you, then please consider buying me a coffee. The link to do so is in the description. Yeah, if you miss your ex, we can help with that. Help you get him back, or we can help find you someone else. Yeah, yeah, Vincent Bo, the relationship coach. Uh, giving you some insight, bringing you a new approach. Date me, dot tips. Go and check the site. Uh, giving you advice, helping with your love life. Get your ex back, or move to the next. Ain't no sweat, you know Vincent Bo got you finding love. Ain't no problem, yeah. Date me, dot tips. Check it out now.